Hello, Bettys. Welcome to the show. Before we get to our guest today, I just wanted to let you know that we have such an epic list of guests coming up in March. We are talking about menopause. We're talking about autoimmunity. We're talking about muscle building. We're talking about recovery practices. And I don't want you to miss any of it. Even if you are listening to the podcast, you may not necessarily be subscribed. So you're going to have to manually go into your podcast app and press play. I would love for you to hit that subscribe button so that you are getting the podcast as they are released. It's going to make me oh so happy to know that you are a subscriber of the pod. You are officially a Betty in the Bettyverse. And of course, you are never going to miss an episode and be the first to know when it drops. Thank you so much. Hey, Betties. Welcome to the Better Podcast. It's your host, Dr. Stephanie. It is geeky magic time where I step away from the interviews and just talk to you. It's just going to be me and you today. And these episodes, I'm going to bring you personal insights, frequently asked questions, topic du jour in a more condensed, quick, and actionable way. I go hard on the geek, wrap it up with sprinkles and magic for you to do and be better. Hey, hey, Betties. Welcome back to Geeky Magic. And we are continuing our Director's Cut behind the scenes series where we take each week and we look at each of the chapters of The Betty Body. And I just want to give you sort of the um, secret sauce, the stuff that is not available anywhere else in terms of why I wrote certain parts of it, how I structured it, and things that are not available really anywhere, including uh, inside the book. So this week, we are talking about keto cycling for all women. So if you have gotten this far, if you have the book and you're reading along with me, of course, you have now known that we really do divide the population of women in the book into two main cohorts. So we talk about women who are in their reproductive years and are ovulating every month. And then we talk about women who are menopausal. And And in each chapter, we talk about how to adapt to your menstrual cycle. And then if you are menopausal, what are some of the nuances and some of the changes that you might make to that paradigm because you no longer are developing that endometrial lining each month? I am a huge fan of the Bio Optimizers Magnesium Breakthrough. It has seven forms of magnesium, which is going to help to transform your stress and your performance and your recovery and your sleep to the next level. I'm often asked like, well, what are the types of magnesium we should be looking for? So there's magnesium chelate and citrate and bisglycinate and malate, sucrosomial, taurate and orotate. They have various effects on the body. Bisglycinate, probably the most bioavailable and most absorbable. Malate, it's found naturally in fruits, helps with migraines. Chronic pain has been shown to help improve depression. Magnesium citrate uh, helps with arterial stiffness. It helps with maintaining a healthy weight. Magnesium chelate is important for muscle building, recovery and health, the list goes on and on. You're basically getting them all in one supplement. Each supplement itself is 500 milligrams of magnesium, which I feel is such a great dosage as a great baseline for most women. I have found a beautiful medium of actually cycling my magnesium. So I actually will take one or two of these. So I'm either getting 500 milligrams or up to a gram of magnesium, depending on where I am in my cycle. So head on over to biooptimizers.com forward slash better and use code better for 10% off of any order, but make sure that the magnesium breakthrough is in your cart. 
Don't be fooled by the frigid temperatures. Keeping hydrated in the wintertime is super important. In colder temperatures, we sweat more due to a higher metabolic demand of trying to maintain a core body temperature. We lose more fluids and electrolytes through our urine. We lose more water through respiration and just general breathing. And our skin dries out in the wintertime as well. We are a ski family, and over this winter, we have been using Elementee's Chocolate Medley. The chocolate chai is absolutely incredible with some boiling water, a splash of milk. And my kids love the chocolate mint with some hot water. This is our apres-ski. We cozy up with Element Hot After Hours on our cross-country trails. Now, for a limited time, you too can get the Element Tea Chocolate Medley and enjoy them hot, as I have been doing, with this exclusive insider bundle for you. When you buy three boxes of any flavor, it doesn't have to be the chocolate, it can be any of the flavors that they offer, you are going to get the fourth box free. If you head over to drinkelement.com forward slash Dr. Estima, you'll see that exclusive offer at the bottom of the page. That's D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T.com forward slash D-R-E-S-T-I-M-A. And tell me which of the chocolate melody you love the best. So this week we're talking about keto cycling as a, and I mentioned this last week that sometimes, uh, I, of course, as by now, if you've read the book, you know, that I tend to go against the grain of common thinking, but what we have been really unpacking in this book is how things are different for women, that we are not little men. And this uh, chapter is very important because I do not believe that women should be in ketosis for a long period of time. I think that there is a time and a necessary place for a therapeutic intervention of being in a ketogenic state. But I do think, especially if you are a woman who wants to be considering muscle growth and hypertrophy, putting on lean muscle mass, improving her bone density, especially if you are perimenopausal uh, and and very particularly if you're menopausal, being in a state of ketosis is, uh, is a little bit harder for us to be putting on muscle mass because we are restricting our proteins. And I talk about this extensively in the book. There are two ways to make muscle. One is in the gym and the other is in the kitchen. <laughs> So I am really a big fan of the ketogenic diet. It has done wonders for my hormones. It has done wonders for my sleep, for my liver, my, my liver's ability to detox. And this is also, as I say, mine. I also know that this is true for my patients when I was uh, in clinic Uh, And I had patients that I was taking through this program in my online program where we've helped thousands of women. And so I wanted to really talk about this distinction for in the application of the ketogenic diet in female physiology. And I mentioned this last week, sometimes I'm, you know, a little bit unpopular in the ketogenic space because I don't subscribe to this sort of fanatical, almost... um, uh, shall we call it cult-like uh, adherence to the idea that you should be in ketosis all the time. And while I do see a lot of practitioners who agree with me and people are starting to, as my book is gaining in popularity and people are listening to my perspective and maybe playing around with it in their own clinical life, um, or you know, if it's someone who's not a clinician who's just trying this, you'll know that this is the way that you stay the course over the long term. One of the biggest things that we would see when we were only running 
a keto only diet where, you know, in, and in the beginning, like in the, you know, in the spirit of honesty and transparency, I used to be the person who believed that keto all the time was the way to go. But we would see a huge drop off in our female population. Like the guys had no problem. The guys were always adhere, like they were always in keto. They always felt great. Testosterone levels were skyrocketing. Like they were feeling amazing, but it was my women who I had a harder time staying the course over the Delta T, over the change or the, the, the longer the time that elapsed, the less women I had in the program. So I really did have to rethink the way that we did keto, both in the clinic and then online as well. So the first part of becoming a fat burner is outlined in last week's Geeky Magic, where we talk about this therapeutic keto only. So I do think that in the beginning, if you've never done a ketogenic diet before, I do think that having a carbohydrate appropriate, or in this case, a restricted carbohydrate uh, application is really great for someone who's looking to lose weight, who's looking to improve her energy, who's looking to improve her mood, to reduce inflammation, all of the things that most women will try, like whenever a woman is trying something new for the first time, uh, or maybe it's like the second or the third time, like she just really wants these changes, particularly if she's perimenopausal, because I find that my perimenopausal ladies, we have so much hormonal stuff going on that it can be hard to stay in ketosis over time. So first step is chapter eight, which we talked about last week. And then the second step is to move into keto cycling. And what I mean by that is we have weeks on and week weeks off where we are in keto. So I am incredibly bullish on sauna as a therapy for recovery, heart health, and overall aging well. I personally decided on an infrared sauna from Sunlighten because of the range of far wavelengths and near infrared wavelengths that it offers. Saunas help with detoxification and rejuvenation to rid your body of toxins. It helps with heart health by improving circulation, reducing blood pressure, and helping keep the arteries supple. It helps with muscle recovery by easing the tension and soreness to recover faster. And of course, stress reduction with the warmth and the relaxation of sitting in a sauna. It's crucial for hormonal balance and achieving a state of well-being necessary for a strong physique and a strong mind. If you visit sunlighten.com slash better and use code better to get a discount. That is sunlighten, S-U-N-L-I-G-H-T-E-N.com slash B-E-T-T-E-R and use code better at checkout. I like to have a week on in terms of keto, and then I like to switch it with a higher protein, higher carbohydrate week, and then we lower the fat. And I talk extensively around the science behind what this does in terms of driving muscle protein synthesis, in terms of helping to drive um, hypertrophy. Um, we also talk about spreading your protein over the course of the day, like not having like 150 grams of protein in the in the morning and then nothing for the day, like you know, to be sort of spreading it out over the course of the day, because that's really what's going to um, help with your muscle uh, protein synthesis to that, to creating new muscle. And of course, I also talk about this idea of anabolic resistance. So as we age, of course, our muscles, it's harder for our muscles to grow. And there's a couple of physiological reasons for that. One being that we tend to be more insulin resistant as we age. And then of course, as a woman, when we are perimenopausal, we start to see this attenuation, this lowering of 
some of our sex hormones that are anabolic in nature, like our estrogens and our testosterones. So, um, this geeky magic, as all of them have been over the last several weeks, uh, I want to also give you part story time. So I want to read an excerpt from The Betty Body, which is available now everywhere that books are sold, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, all the, all the online places. And of course, you can read some of the reviews and the ratings that have come in um, on Amazon um, in your country. So without further ado, um, I'm going to read you an excerpt from the keto cycling chapter, and I'm actually going to read the, the week four piece, because I think that this is important, uh, in terms of women, um, and sort of cutting some of the energetic cords around caloric increase, because that's one of my recommendations this week. So here we go. In week four, we want to return to a higher protein, higher carbohydrate composition of the diet. So we want to be approximating 40% fat, 40% protein, and 20% carbohydrates. There are several benefits for adopting this style of eating this week. First, if you're menopausal, eating this way will continue to support that muscle protein synthesis and protein is going to help with satiety, meaning that you are going to feel full. For women who still have a cycle, the increase in the complex carbohydrates will replenish the phytonutrients and minerals that are depleted this week, as well as curb your sweet tooth and cravings. This, this increase in strategic carbohydrates, like more green vegetables, are going to provide your body with the fiber that it needs to have regular bowel movements, because we know that this week is notorious for a slowdown in gut motility under the influence of progesterone. For women who are still cycling, we also want to increase our total caloric intake. This is because we are now using all types of energy. So carbohydrates and like the constituents of carbohydrates, proteins, and fats at a higher rate to build out the endometrium. Now I know, I know, I know an increase in caloric consumption is going to feel kind of radical and even a little uncomfortable, especially if you grew up hearing that eating less and exercising more is the solution for weight loss. Let me assure you, I pinky promise you that the increase in calories is because you need them. You will be using them. Eating more calories this week is necessary to honor what is required of your cells this week. Your ovaries and your entire reproductive system are working at a frenzied pace right now. The endometrial lining is thickening by the hour, Betty, diligently building up its architecture in the event of the reception of a fertilized egg. Your progesterone, the princess of the luteal phase, ascends to her peak in this week, hoping to continue on into pregnancy. If you keep your calories the same way as you normally do, you will experience moodiness, low energy, sleep disturbances, headaches, and all of the other common symptoms of someone who is calorically restricting. And by the way, I'm not suggesting that you clear out an ice cream parlor. Like I'm not saying eat the entire block of cheese. I'm suggesting a 10 to 15% increase in your calories. So let's say if you are consuming 1500 calories during the other three weeks, for an example, this week, you'll increase your caloric consumption by 150 calories to 225 calories. That might be an extra protein bar or an extra ounce of meat on your plate at each meal. 
This week, like all the others, is a time to be strategic, to understand what is going on with your body and to honor the process, the unique process of potentially creating a life. And life needs calories. By increasing your calories and cutting your anxiety about feeding yourself more, you will begin to honor and dare I say, nourish more of you. And I go on from there. And so what we do in this, in this chapter is we actually go, so I read you there the week four, but we go through week one and week two and week three and how each of those weeks are different. If you are met, if you're someone who is uh, in her reproductive years and menstruating and, and ovulating every month, or if you are menopausal and how these things um, change. So if you are someone who has bought the book, I also just want to mention, uh, if I haven't already, that I have created a super duper, super duper fly program for you to accompany the book as a thank you and a Betty high five for picking up the book. And in this bone up, this is like juicy, juicy bonuses for you. So we do the nutrition program for you, both the therapeutic intervention of pure ketosis. We also do the um, the keto cycling. So we, we break down all the macronutrients for you, all the recipes I have cooked myself in my kitchen. And dare I say they are delicious, um, truly delicious. And of course we also do the fitness components So whether you've never lifted weights before, or you're a seasoned, uh, resistance training, uh, woman, we have all of the permutations of that in this program and it's all designed for home use. I should also mention that because a lot of gyms right now are not open. They're not open where I am. And I know that that's true across the States, across the world. Um, so we've done these programs with the home enthusiast in mind. So all you have to do is go to www.bettybodybook. That's B-E-T-T-Y-B-O-D-Y. B-O-O-K-E. It's fun to say that three times fast. Betty Body Book, Betty Body Book, BettyBodyBook.com. And just enter your email there and we will send you the program for you. Okay. So what is coming up next week? So we are now, we've done the therapeutic intervention of keto. We have done the keto cycling and now we come to fasting. We are talking all about fasting for women next week. And this is probably what I am most known for. I've had several million reads of articles that I have written about fasting for women on medium.com. And I integrate and add to a lot of that, those articles in this next chapter. So stay tuned for next week. We are reading chapter 10, all about female fasting on Geeky Magic. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. For those of you who want to continue on this week's Geeky Magic carpet ride with me, visit bettershow.co forward slash show notes. You'll find research, links, summary notes, musings that I prepared in preparation for the podcast. And I often throw in some of my best practices, bonuses, and links. All the juicy bits are in there for you. 